Coming up this week on Kings of the Rings podcast, knock, knock, folks. It's the forbidden door here. We break down Kenta's game-changing appearance on AEW Dynamite. We also preview NXT TakeOver Vengeance and look at what's going on with Raw and SmackDown in the buildup to WrestleMania. Get ready to hit the ground running, folks, like a streaker during the Super Bowl. It's Kings of the Rings podcast, and we're starting right now. Welcome, everybody, to Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively here on Wrestle Attic Radio, live and kind of in color this week. I'm your host, King Ricky Rose. We've got a lot to talk about this week, including things going on in New Japan and AEW. Uh, TakeOver Vengeance is on Valentine's Day, and it's not called Valentine's Day Massacre, and WrestleMania is coming up as well. But before we get into all of that, let me kick it over to... Uh, Mr. Willie T, a streaker. You were a streaker at the Super Bowl, right? Well, that was me. I paid a $2,000 fine in jail, but I got out and I managed. They looked, honestly, the cops are so excited Tom Brady was winning. They let me stay and finish the game. Can you believe that? Yeah, I made it, but they have a four Pat Mahomes, baby. Always a glorious day to be alive. But I am Will Tarashik, T as in Thomas, A R A S H U K. If you want to pay my lawyer fees as well as my bail bond, go over to ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com slash ambiguouspodcast slash kings of the rings. Hit that donation tab, and all fees will go to my lawyer. Um, but yeah, it is it is a great time to be alive. I am so comfy on this couch. I got my feet up. I got the mixer ready. And uh, video is happening. So this is going to be pretty exciting in the near future. Kay Murphy, don't look too bored. Hello. <laughs> you are live and on camera, Kay. I am live and on camera. I got a confusing text message about wrestling. And I don't think I got half the picture. So, <laughs> yeah, something about Drew and his cock. Nice. So. Wow, yeah, all right. that's why I'm, I look like that. We're coming in hot today. Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> Alrighty, so, so like, tell me coming. one. Like, how, tell me one. Tell me one. It's the size of the WrestleMania logo. Oh, oh, oh. oh. So tell me one. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Keep right. going. Right. Keep going. I'm Keep almost going. getting out of frame. Keep now. going. <laughs> you got Keep going. Keep going. This is going to take forever. All right, let's get into the first thing that's going on in the wrestling world. The biggest news coming out of wrestling uh, this weekend was uh, the quote-unquote forbidden door was finally opened as uh, Kenta, uh, formerly Hideo Itami uh, in NXT, but originally Kenta, uh, returned to America and attacked John Moxley in during the main event of AEW this past Wednesday, and it looks like now AEW has a working partnership with New Japan, which has made the wrestling marks lose their fucking mind. And uh, I got a lot of thoughts about this, but Will, when you first saw this, what what did you think? Why is his hair lavender? That was <laughs> that was my first thought. I was just like, he's. He, I like it. He looks like one of those Korean boy bands or uh, like he looks an like anime. Yes. Uh huh. Is it BTS? BTS? B- the BTS? Yeah. Whatever, whatever it is. I think they're Korean, right? But um, I, I don't know 
I don't know. It might be. Whatever. It reminded me of yeah. that and then like an anime character. Like, is this Kakashi Sensei going to come out too? Like, what is <laughs> what is going on here in AEW? But I didn't I didn't recognize him at first because I saw the um like on Bleach Report, like the WWE yeah. part, and I saw a picture of um someone over John Moxley. So I thought maybe it was like uh no I knew it wasn't a but I thought maybe it was like um obviously it was someone from New Japan, but I didn't know it was Kenta. So that was a nice surprise for me. Um because Hideo Tommy, man, that run is just so so spoiled in every single way. Yeah, his mm-hmm. knees did not stay with him for the NXT run. He's probably thinking, oh, fuck, I'm back in Florida. This, this, is, <laughs> this is not good <laughs> in my <laughs> joints. <laughs> The fucking humidity. No, I I love this. Um, I I absolutely love that AEW is just partnering with everyone under the sun. I think it's a very creative way to do wrestling. It's a new way to do wrestling. And I also don't think it's necessarily like all the indies are teaming up against WWE. I think it's just eventually, now it's just clocks ticking how long before WWE hops on the bandwagon and all the companies are working together. I mean, WWE has swallowed some lower tier promotions. Like they swallowed Evolve, yes, which is you know, which was like a very big promotion in tier and stuff. And AEW does has a working relationship with a lot of people across the world. They have like pretty much like a megazord of like people they're working with. Like if AEW is the body, you have New Japan now. You have Impact that they're working with. You, they also have a working relationship with AAA which has been that way for a while because Kenny Omega, I still think, is like the AAA grand champion. Um, And there's that whole NWA thing. My concern is that it's great and all, and it's great for for a lot of these other talents to get the spotlight, which is always good because you want to get exposure. But what about the people already on your roster? And, like, AEW's roster is huge. Like, there's only so much TV time they, they get, and I'm never including AEW Dark. So, like, how are you going, like, you're, you're creating kind of this, like, universe, multiverse, which is a hot-button issue now, especially with WandaVision coming out um, and everything. So, like, but there, there's only two hours a week on mostly national TV. Where are you going to fit everybody? That's why you cut out the women, like, what they've been doing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but even then, like, you still, I still don't see much of the AEW roster. And we we went over the roster um, last week with well, the buddy we, system. We, we covered it. They all, they all, they all have buddies. That's how they all get on TV. It's everyone has a partner. Everyone has a tag team. Everyone's just doing Every all this stuff. Every match this episode had, was a tag team match or was a singles match with buddies on the outside? Yeah. So yeah. that, that's your answer. And I don't, I don't like that answer. Um, Neither do I. But it, you know, it it gives it gives them the opportunity to one, it creates competition within the company. It's like okay, y'all competing for TV time, make the best of it. Um, so it's gonna bring up the best of everybody. Um, Hopefully, like Miro, so, Miro kind of just stole the show during that wedding. He's good comedy, right? Um, and you know, you're gonna have these storylines cross promotional, so a lot of people are gonna probably gonna have TV time on Impact. Um, people probably have t- uh, TV time on New Japan World, whatever New Japan show is when they come to North America. Um, yeah. So there'll be opportunities, but primetime AEW TV, if you consider TNT primetime, which I kind of do, it's a major network. Yeah. It's You got to fight for it. You got to really earn it. And I think that's a good thing. Okay. It is a good thing. It's hard. Uh, it, it is hard, but I just, to me, it feels like there's a lot of cookies in the pot. And if we're... 
I, I I feel like you can lose what makes a lot of these promotions very unique because you're stirring the pot, which is great. Um, and in just kind of just in my opinion, the way I see it is that AEW is still young and budding, and I don't know what AEW's identity is. Like I I like are these guys that are just like, hey, everybody, come, come, bring your bring your poor, bring your bring your weak. We're gonna bring over, and we're gonna kind of like what Robin Hood was supposed to do with stocks, and then that kind of bombed in its face. A lot of you their know. identity is, you know, Mark Fodder. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it like, is Mark Fodder, and that works. But does is it gonna last? Because marks are very can switch on a heartbeat. They're a professional indie promotion. Which is weird to say. Yeah, right. And I, 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 that's why I said it like that. Um, they are they're just they're they're the biggest independent promotion with a budget, a hefty budget. I think Very that COVID budget. will keep them on top with the marks for longer, because it's not like we can really go to shows right now. Yes, this for does also part. work because they have a they have a central location. Mm. Yeah, but I I guarantee you the moment indie shows start happening the next Evolve is going to come out of the woodwork and the marks are going to fling to that because it's fucking hole-in-the-wall, independent pro wrestling. And mm-hmm. AEW will be has-been, mainstream, out-of-touch bullshit, just like WWE. Guarantee it. It's highly possible. And I think the reason that it does work is that they have this central location in Daly's place. Mm-hmm. So you can literally just bring in wrestlers from all over the place because it's like it's not like oh we're gonna be in Kansas City next week, you know, and we gotta we gotta fly out somebody from Japan. Like you have a central location, which probably a great pandemic or not. Like AEW in a central location works. It's worked for a ton of promotions before. ECW rarely traveled, and yeah. like the twenty three hundred arena in Philly made them legendary. Well, they they traveled just not for TV. Yeah. And I think for a, I think that I think this is works for a good thing. But like you said, Kay, I do have concerns about what's going to happen when they tour because their their goal was to be a touring promotion, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. they were doing. And so, what do you do with these partnerships in the touring promotions? You've got to be real. You also you have to start being really creative about how you book these other talents. Well, you can have you can have it be sporadic. It doesn't need to be every week. Yeah. You know, like it, to me right now, it seems like it's every week. It's well, yes, because it's you know strike while the iron's hot, get get the foundation yeah. in there. But um, like, you think we'll see Kenta on TV next week? To, this his week? knees hold up, <laughs> right? Yes, he's on. He's he's on TV this week. Okay, he's in a match. He's in a match. Is, is he really? Find, yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> I find it surprising that no one on the internet has complained about how this is as a. Is a Total COVID nightmare. Like, put every fucking promotion in one show except WWE during a pandemic. I'm sure nobody's complained about that yet. Yeah, but I mean, it, it is kind of a public health hazard. You have people coming in from Japan, people coming in from Mexico, and then all these other promotions and stuff. Yeah, but um, it's wrestling. It also it's, it's also <laughs> and wrestling. it's wrestling on top of it. It's wrestling. It's so important. It's an essential business, Kay. Come on now. <laughs> the, sh- the show the, must go on. Governor no DeSantis what. said it was a, it was a uh, it was an essential, essential business. Yep. 
it's essential to him. He's, I mean, Florida's Florida's rocking these days. Yeah, man, they Not had 25,000 people in that. All right, first of all, Seidberg, 25,000 mm-hmm. people in that stadium has gives me high hopes for WrestleMania. Yeah, I think that, yeah, because I think you can only do 25 at capacity. I believe Raymond James, because I've been there before. It holds a solid 67. 50 to 60. 67. 67. We, we looked it up uh, on Sunday. How many so people does it actually sit? A little, a little less than half capacity. Yeah. How are you going to do that yeah. for a wrestling event? I don't know. So, but it's and I Vince is also anti because the NFL used corporate cutouts on Sunday, and Vince is like, "Nope, not into it." I will say this, you know, for the cardboard cutouts mixed with the fans, it looked nice. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't notice that it was cardboard. Honestly, it made me think there's way more than twenty five thousand people there. Me too. And I was getting mad watching the Super Bowl. Like honestly, the Super Bowl is one of the most normal moments of this entire COVID experience because it felt exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, and Tom yeah. Brady won. It felt the exact same. Yeah. <laughs> Although yes. this is the first Super Bowl I rooted for Tom. Brady, because Tom Brady got drafted to my other team. How so, dare you? I've loved the Buccaneers since they were orange. You love the shitty Jersey Buccaneers. I do. And so I've stuck by the Buccaneers my whole life. And really? So well, what was, was their record last year? I don't remember. Seven and nine. Who was the quarterback? It was <laughs> seven and nine. <laughs> okay, so the... Tampa's my B-list team. Very meaning. I don't watch them every week, but I root for them when they're on, and I have. You are you are totally a New Yorker. Yeah, that just means I don't watch football, (laughs) (laughs) but I want to pick a team who's not the hometown team. I don't watch football like I used to anymore. Like even the Giants, like I got depressed and I didn't watch every week because it was painful. They they don't. They don't deserve to be watched. First of all, have you seen the Giants? Like, and when I stop watching, almost the Jets. They're almost the Jets, but they're still better than the Jets. And people, people forget the yeah. Bills exist. People forget the Bills are a New York team. Oh, anyway, I don't forget the Bills exist. Uh, no, the Bills are amazing. Wrestling. Um, wrestling. Bills Mafia all day. <laughs> yes. But wrestling, yeah. So uh, we're going to see. I, I have concerns with this. I, I want AEW to have a def- definitive identity because I feel like, here's the thing. I feel like New Japan has an identity because they have strong style. And AAA has an identity. And NWA has a YouTube show, which apparently is really popular. And AEW's identity is tag team wrestling, Ricky. (laughs) Yes. yes, The worst part about wrestling, tag team wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Funny thing about, uh, remember when, remember when Zack Ryder, AKA Matt Cardona showed up on, uh, on AEW? Yeah. Yeah. He's now signed with impact like full time. They so just, I didn't know that Matt him Cardona over. was signed like it was like a part time like temporary thing or like not even signed like it was something like bullshit. I didn't yeah, even I know did. that. I knew so, that like, a couple yeah. weeks ago when it's like Matt Cardona is a free agent. I'm like, what? Yeah, no, he, he he's on Impact. He's the, he's the, the, video, he's, the uh, he's a nicer Heath Slater. Like he's the better Heath Slater, which isn't saying much. Beauty hasn't made. That's a lot for AEW. Um, but on the other side of this, on the other side of Wednesday, we also have Vengeance coming up. So NXT Takeover Vengeance is happening this Sunday on Valentine's Day, uh, February fourteenth at seven. Uh, it's actually a pretty dope card. So we're gonna go into it uh, right about now. So first match, we're gonna start from the top of the card in the main event. What I believe is the main event. 
Comet? Whoa. <laughs> Can you do that one more Relax. time, Kay? <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we need to record that soundbite for future shows. <laughs> so... Now that we have the picture and I can see what's happening, it's just yes, it's the NXT Championship. For those who can't see this right now, Finn Balor versus Pete Dunne, a Mark, a Mark's dream, especially the Mark, especially the people who identify as Mark females, who are obsessed with Pete Dunne. Can I start by saying there are tears in my eyes as we speak? Are you gonna cut a promo too, Ric Flair? Yo, how drunk was he on Raw? I don't know if it was drunk or well, it's a bow tie. <gasps> it also could be that as well. <laughs> it it was that. Pro- Sorry to sideberg, but like that was something else. And I, I was going to address it during the raw segment, but he was sauced. <gasps> yeah, that's, that's what Ric Flair does. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what he does. That, that's Rick, have you seen anything Ric Flair's ever done? You think he goes through life sober? God, no. Man, right. Yeah. Come on. All right. So NXT Championship. This is going to be a tough one because um, Pete Dunne has been good, but he hasn't been great just yet. And Finn's just been Balor. Both of them need like kind of a marquee win. And I feel like they're just going to beat the living shit out of each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you got to figure Finn's probably going to go back to the main roster after Mania. Um, you think so? I do. I disagree. I do. Uh, he wasn't supposed to be down there for that this long to begin with, and the pandemic happened. Um, and I think, I think he's done. What else is it left him to do once he drops his title? I don't think he's going to drop it yet, but you know, an, a nice surprise. I think a, a Raw would need a Finn Balor, um, a little more star power on that show, like a Finn yeah. Balor working with a Keith Lee, or Finn Balor working with a Sheamus, or Finn Balor working with a Riddle. Um, I think can go a long way. But, see, I could see him going to UK. Oh, that's a get waste. Get another huge name on UK. That's a waste. You think? I do. Wasn't he already there for a little bit? No. Oh, you know what it was? Because that's he, why. He was supposed he to be supposed to fight Walter, and that never yes. happened. Yeah, we were robbed. <laughs> we were fucking robbed. That was that um, was the takeover match at Tampa, Walter versus Finn. Yeah, and Finn and um, Jordan Devlin had a match at TakeOver Blackpool. That's the only UK real involvement he's had. Gotcha. All right. So who who do we have winning this match here? Uh, the fans. Fans going to win. Well, obviously, yeah. yes. Uh, Finn Balor. Finn Balor retains. Yeah, I think Finn wins too. I just, I hate to say it because I, I like Pete Dunne. I just don't see him as NXT champion now, especially since Pat McAfee's not around and he does not have a mouthpiece. Yeah, it's weird seeing Pete Dunn as like the leader of the faction. Yeah, it's like you guys probably should have just disbanded. There's no kind of point in you guys being together anymore. Yeah, Pat McAfee was the faction. Yeah. So, okay, what does your what does your heart tell you? I think I also think Finn is retaining. However, I could see Pete. And Finn having a rematch Mania weekend and Pete take it at Mania. That's okay. fine. Yeah, I could see that. that that's fine. Yeah. That's it's fine. not Pete's possible. time. Like, he's not quite marinated just yet. Yeah, he spray tans too much. That's why. <laughs> like, oh God. <laughs> Exactly. That's how he feels after a spray tan. <laughs> Moving on, next match on the card. The NXT Women's Triple Threat. Uh, Io oh. Shirai is defending against Tony Storm and Mercedes. McKay, 
Calm Why did you down. do back to back? That's unfair. That's how the match card is going to play out, but yes. Tony Eo Mercedes. I can't. I think this is going to steal the weekend. This might be my match of the week next week. No, Pete Dunne and Finn Balor is going to be match of like the next this three weeks. This is going to be fucking close. <laughs> um, so this, yeah, this is, I think EO retains because Tony Storm needs that belt. But I don't know if she, I think it's more impactful if she wins it on her own and not in a triple threat match. I don't think this match needs to be a triple threat match. Um, I think EO and Tony is totally, totally fine on its own. Um. Because EO's EO is like kind of cooled off a little bit. She hasn't done much since she took her tumble with the trash can. Yeah, yeah, she's not she's not the story of the women's division right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, it's all been Raquel Gonzalez, um, which is crazy. Like they have two people who need that belt right now, and Raquel. You could if you pull the trigger on Raquel Gonzalez right now, it's totally believable. Um, yes, absolutely. But if there was ever a time to pull the trigger on Tony Storm, it's right now. But I think that moment needs to be in a singles match, not a triple threat. So Mercedes Martinez are kind of fucking up my mojo here. I mean, it's <laughs> it's either <laughs> it is either at this point. Mercedes gets put into the main event scene, which she deserves because she's amazing. Agreed. Or put her in retribution again. And she just got out of retribution. You gotta give her something to do, and she's not gonna go back to the Robert Stone brand because that was a that was a failure and a half. Putting her in there, so I you gotta gotta give Mercedes sinkers one time. I don't think she's gonna win. I want Mercedes to win. I think she just from her talent dedication. I think she's a good person to even be a transitional champion. You know, from takeover to takeover. But I don't think they're gonna pull the trigger on her. She's gonna have a fantastic showing because she's Mercedes Martinez, and she's a ring general. Yeah, I actually think Tony will win this. I agree. Tony's win. It's Tony time. I think it is Tony time. And I think EO needs to go somewhere else. I I'm think like EO's done all she can do with the title. EO needs to go challenge Asuka. I was thinking that, yeah. Yes, EO Asuka. EO Asuka post Mania match. No, I'm saying at WrestleMania. If Charlotte wasn't in the way. No, oh, that's right. Fuck me. Yeah. I don't want to see that match <laughs> again. I have a, but wait a minute. Isn't Asuka and Lacey having a title match at Elimination Chamber? They are. We're going to talk about that. That is that is a thing. Well, what if Asuka drops at Elimination Chamber, which at this point is plausible because Ric Flair is going to be all over that fucking match. Um, hmm. Asuka loses and that clears a path for EO to go to Mania. I'd rather, see I Charlotte, I'd rather see Charlotte and Lacey at Mania for the belt, honestly. It makes Apple more sense blog. for Charlotte I mean, and Lacey. To- Charlotte and Lacey is the program regardless. Yeah. I, I mean, I think Charlotte and Lacey could be bottom of the bottom of the card, or at least under card, not on the pre-show, thank God. But, like, you know, that could be, like, an earlier middle-of-the-match card, and you could, you could open the door for EO to have a star-making match with Asuka. But then you want, do you want to take the thunder away from a star-making performance out of Bianca? I don't know. Yeah, it's, I think it's, it's hard. Asuka do you, do you and Io should Asuka be on. Asuka and Io should be on a, sec, a second night or the other night, whatever night Bianca and Sasha aren't on. It's also a good point. Yeah, the good thing about two, two nights again. is you can, there's a lot more diversity with the card. You can really sp- spread it out nicely. Yeah, you can put attention where attention needs to be had. 
That's a very, yeah. that's a very, very good point, Kay. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll have to explore that, especially when it gets close to the main and we figure out what exactly we're doing with the card. If we figure it out at that point, even if they figured it out, well, who knows at this point? Uh, but for this, uh, so are we all in agreement? It's going to be Tony time. I'm picking, I'm picking EO. EO. I'm sticking with EO. Um, Tony, Tony could even win it on TV. All right. Pop a rating. There you go. Fair enough. All right. Moving on. The North American Championship, Johnny Gargano and his fear of all things beginning with the letter K versus Kushida. This is not really a popularized match, but also Johnny Gargano is comedy gold on NXT. I yeah. forgot this match was happening, if we're being totally honest. Kushida's cooled off a little bit, too. There's been a lot going on in NXT with like the, uh, especially the, the, the tag tournament. That's kind of made you forget yeah. that Kushida is just this. Tag tournament's been taking up a lot of time. Yeah, mm-hmm. that Kushida is just this monster. Like you know, when he first came back, he ran through Valentin. He ran through. Uh, was it Champa he beat? No, but it was someone, something like that. Yeah, I know. Like, you, I know what you're talking about. When he came back from injury, he was just on a hot streak with wrestling in his ponytail and jeans. Um, <laughs> and he's kind of cooled off a little bit. But. Yeah. I could see Kushida winning. Yeah, if there's anybody to put Kushida over, it's Johnny. Yeah. Johnny's at a takeover. Johnny's the best wrestler. Yeah, at the takeover. It's it's Johnny takeover. And we've said this before. Johnny Gargano knows how to get people over, but also get himself over at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I can see Kushida winning. Unless unless Johnny wins by shenanigans with that thousand year old demon and Boa comes out and it's kind of fucks him up. Honestly, oh, that wouldn't be too bad. Something. Like Boa and Kushida get in a feud over their thousand-year-old demon mistress. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that. Give Boa something to do besides look like uh, a, an agent of Men in Black. Yeah, Zia Lee hasn't really been on. Neither of them have really been on TV since. Um, they have. They've just been standing next to the 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 older person. Yeah, they they had, they had like these promo packages. Really, that's it. But they don't know no matches or anything. Yeah, it's like this, this, dust, this dusty girls. cup really has kind of derailed a lot of the momentum they had for a lot of these characters. Yeah, because they they put a, there's a lot of emphasis and there's two dusty matches. Um, but final selects here. I'm I'm sticking with Johnny to be honest with you. I'm gonna go Kushida. Mix Murphy. I don't know. Flip a coin, darling. Yeah. Um, do any mini money mo. I think Johnny's gonna win on bullshit. Okay, shenanigans. Yes, yeah, that sounds about right. I uh, could, I, I can make a case for Kushida winning, but I think it's more likely that Johnny wins on bullshit and then something fucks him up at Mania. That makes sense. Yeah, <sighs> that makes sense. All right, next thing that's probably also going to happen as well over. Uh, and I guess at this part, the undercard, I don't know how we're going to space this out. You're going to have both finals of the Dusty Tag Team Classic for the men and the women. The semis are happening um, it's a long this card. week on NXT. It's five matches. Yeah, both both finals. And the three championship three matches. Ch- five matches? Yeah, five. yeah five. Okay. Three plus two, five. Unless Cameron Grimes gets a match. To the moon, baby. Someone say Cameron Grimes. Yeah. You, you, you had to. I love, I love Cameron Grimes, dude. He comes back on TV this week. That's right, he does. And Kurt Stallion also got his Cruiserweight uh, championship and lost, by the way. Yeah, that I was sad. I felt so bad for him. I was really upset. That was sad. That's an, 
it, it's fine. But well, yeah, the we, we don't we don't know who's in the finals yet because um, NXT hasn't aired. Um, I, yeah, I will tell you right now, I'm still going with my finals of Grizzled Young Vets versus MSK, and MSK wins. For the men. For the women, Jesus, Dakota and Raquel. Yeah, that's it, for, that's for sure. Definitely when it, that's women. for sure. Um, I don't know. I'm picking I'm picking uh, Ciampa and Thatcher to win it all. Ooh. Because they are, are, and they're a tag team. Because the winner gets a tag shot. So yeah, yeah and they're, they're I, strange I see, bedfellows. Yeah, and I see them because I see, I guess, because you know, Chompa needs something to do. That they both need something to do, right? This, this the the the, uh, the singles division is kind of stacked right now. It's kind of got a lot yeah. going on, you know. And these two, is, it's just, it's it just writes itself. I think they're winning. I think they're gonna take the tag belts because uh, Oni and Danny are pretty are pretty stale. Um, and Champa and Thatcher just work really well together. Yeah, they they really do need um, they need Pat McAfee back. What is up with that? Like, what's the deal with that? Is he just is he injured or is he not showing up? What's going on? I, I thought they were mad at him. Who isn't mad at Pat McAfee? Fucking Patrick, hold on. Let's get Freckles on the job. Yeah, get Freckles on the job. Like, I don't know what is completely up with Pat McAfee. Because he was fine. His takeover was, was a great takeover. You know, he had the War Games match. He's a, I hate to say, I hate to call punters great athletes, but he's a great athlete. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, so, but no, it was, Pat McAfee was, was fantastic. He was phenomenal. Yeah. So I don't know why he's not on TV. So far, Freckles said, has, says that Pat McAfee thinks that the Super Bowl, um, like MVP should be named after Tom Brady. So that's where we're we started. All right, let's not suck him off too hard, all right? Like, literally, the whole yeah, world yeah. sucks him off too hard right now. Um, yeah, relax. I mean, I know he has more Super Bowls than any other team ever. Yes. But, you know, let's not go crazy. It's like, you know, when they don't want to change the NBA logo to Kobe, it's like, all right, let's slow down for a second. I could have sworn I saw somewhere that, like, Pat McAfee did something, but I'm reading an article from... Pat McAfee opened his mouth, probably? Probably. In December, they pulled him from TV, and they said he was expected to come back this spring. Um, And the storyline is obviously because of his neck brace, which, honestly, I forgot about. Maybe this isn't for his schedule. I mean, guy's got a daily radio show. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what it is. But overall, Vengeance is happening this weekend. Uh, it's Sunday. Because, um, you know, that's how we're all spending our Valentine's Day. Three Sundays uh, in a row, man. We had Rumble, uh, Super Bowl, and now Valentine's Day slash Vengeance. And um, then the week after that is Elimination Chamber. Are you joking? No, I'm not. It's a two-week um, build for Elimination Chamber. That's Congratulations. Way, that, that's way too many pizzas, man. <laughs> That's also, ordering too much pizza. I would like to point out that like I dead ass thought that the fucking takeover was called the Valentine's Day Massacre the whole time, That's and what then we got all re- wanted it to be called, and they yeah. didn't do it. So I didn't realize that like Vengeance was the same pay per view, and so when they, I heard I heard them say Vengeance, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like and who's who's getting Vengeance? <laughs> Why is it called Vengeance? Yeah. Who's getting yeah, Vengeance? Who's, I don't know who's getting Vengeance. I and you can't call it backlash, as you know, know how the last backlash happened. It's yeah, like these pay per view names even make sense. Yeah, I mean, it has a V, Valentine's Day Vengeance, so it is what it is. Anywho, I'm going to give it eight crowns. Agreed. 
Eight. Agreed. There we go. Eight crowns for 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 takeover events. That is going to happen this Sunday. Um on the WWE Network. So people like, it's, this might be the last takeover on the network as it is. Yes, mm-hmm, it will be. It will be. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. All right. So as we soak over that, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about the road to WrestleMania and everything going on there. So, uh, yeah, we'll be right back. Hey, 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 peeps. This is Mr. Fretz from the Game Changer Podcast. You are listening to WrestleAddict Radio, the cure for the Common Wrestling Podcast. So, you're going through your closet, trying to figure out your outfit for the day. You're looking, you're looking, and that's when you realize, in that moment, you have absolutely nothing to wear. Well, you can always make sure you have fresh threads every single day of the week if you head over to our Wrestle Attic Radio Teespring stores. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Your favorite professional wrestling podcasters have their own separate Teespring stores to complete your outfits from top to bottom. Looking for an accessory to carry around your cell phone and wallet? Why not pick up a fanny pack from the HBIC collection? Looking for something to keep you warm during the fall and winter months ahead? Get yourself a hoodie from the Delight Collection or a fleece blanket from the King Ricky Rosé Collection. Trying to pick up a last-minute gift or maybe just a birthday gift for the little one? Pick up a onesie from the Game Changer Collection or a kids or toddlers t-shirt from the YLP Collection for all the young cubs out there. And don't forget any of the other items from the Kings of the Rings, Fretzelmania, and the original Wrestle Attic Radio Collections as well. So whether you're looking for a coffee mug for that fresh cup of joe, a tank top to show off the guns at the gym, or a comfy pair of socks or leggings, we've got you covered from top to bottom with our Wrestle Attic Radio Teespring stores. Go to teespring.com, search for Wrestle Attic Radio, and fill up your wardrobe today. Good morrow. This is Nate the Effing Great from the Game Changer Podcast, and royalty takes on a whole new meaning. You are listening to the Kings of the Rings Podcast, part of Wrestle Attic Radio. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, Kings of the Rings Podcast exclusively here on Wrestle Attic Radio. I'm your host, King Ricky Rose, along with the HBIC, the K Murphy, and of course, the streaker Willie T. By the way, Willie, if you're ever going to streak again, make it to the end zone. I did make it to the end zone. I saw that you did not make it to the end zone. You were down at the half yard line. You I... know what I heard about the streaker? So what? I heard that the streaker had bet somebody there was going to be a streaker at the Super Bowl, <laughs> knowing that he himself was going to be a streaker. <laughs> So, so his friend apparently went out first as like a decoy, so his friend could streak for longer, and he somehow made like three hundred and like forty five thousand dollars off that bet. Really? Yeah, and it's and it only no, but his bail was only a thousand dollars to get out, so he walked away. From streaking at the Super Bowl, $344,000. I'm just surprised he didn't get laid out by a football player. They can't. Like, they're, not allowed, they're definitely not allowed to touch him. Anymore. Yeah. 
you know. Like, I'm surprised it took as long as it did for them to get him. I'm not. They're security. They're not players. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're, not, they're not worried. <laughs> yeah, the guy uh, has, it's, the it's has just, some good wheels. It's really funny because, you know, the, the TV cameras don't show them, obviously. They're not allowed they're to. They're not allowed to, but literally the next day I'm scrolling through Facebook and it's like, it's like Yahoo News the picture of the streaker on their head, like their their thumbnail for the article. I'm just like, wow, guys, way to totally just make this guy famous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, doing all, what you're not supposed there. to do. Yeah, all the press there for that, just taking photos of him. Yeah, and then they use it, but the TV network can't use it. Like, such a stupid, such a stupid media world we live in. Social media, you can't stop that. Like I went, to, I went straight to Twitter. <laughs> I went straight to Twitter and just looked for it and found oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. Twitter, Twitter doesn't die. Yeah, like, you can't, all... you can't stop that. That's impossible. Yeah, and Twitter's all ablaze right now with figuring out who the hell Edge is going to pick. Edge was on a world tour this past week. He was on Raw. He was on SmackDown. He was on NXT. And to be quite honest with you, I love what he's doing. He's just not picking anybody. Test the waters, baby. Yeah, it's smart. It's great. It's you don't really know who's smart. gonna. You can't guarantee that the person that's currently the champion is going to stay the champion until Mania. Well, yeah, because now his big thing is like, I'm going to be watching NXT because this is really good. And he put NXT over you guys. You guys really focus on the W part of wrestling, uh, which is a, which is a cool nod. Um, mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm going to be watching because like he's like, I like this. I like you guys. Uh, but then like you have Roman. And you have to, he has three intriguing matchups potentially if these guys survive Elimination Chamber and, and TakeOver. So, yeah, I'd wait. And it's great TV. Absolutely fantastic TV, especially, especially his, um, his, his back and forth with Roman. I think that's oh the plan. Oh, my God. Um, I had a moment with Roman today that I have not had in a long time. You had another moment with Roman? Yeah. What happened, Kay? Um, so I haven't spoken about my, my like, deep love for Roman Reigns in a while, just because, like, usually when I watch wrestling, it's in the background while I'm doing other stuff. So today I had to... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, I think I know exactly the moment. Is when he started yelling... I, he just goes acknowledge me and you just see me look up from my computer and I stopped what I was doing I'm like okay <laughs> I, I see you boy I see you <laughs> and then he just starts going say my name and I had a fear the Velveteen Dream was going to come out for a minute like I had a fear <laughs> say my name and the Velveteen Dream shows up yeah that was great but thank god they didn't do that um, and he just kept yelling and it was oh thank god for Roman Reigns I, I see. I see you had a may good time watching SmackDown. I did. SmackDown was great. May he, for, may, <laughs> may he forever <laughs> reign. May yep. he forever reign. Wow. Yep. Good job. Is is he always going to be the head of your table? Oh yeah. Say that again, Kay. You were so happy, but you kind of went off. You kind of went off camera real quick. I said, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough, and I, I honestly think, well, that Roman and Edge is the matchup. I do, I do else. too. I do too. I think it's the right call as well. Um, yeah. Drew and Edge just not interested. It it really was just based off of those the three promos he cut all all week. Um, yeah. 
it just it, him and Roman was just the most interesting. Yeah, yeah, and it's Edge is just a guy. Edge is the best promo in wrestling right now. Oh my god, he's incredible right now. Especially how he owned the Miz. Like that was uncalled for, but it was really good. It was really, really good. Owning the Miz. <laughs> See, I, I don't think that Drew is surviving Elimination Chamber. He's just not. Um, and I don't know who I think is going to win Elimination Chamber yet. But no, I lied. Randy Orton's going to win the fucking title at Elimination Chamber, and Edge is going to fucking challenge Randall. No. I no. really hope not. No, I yeah, I think that would be a step backwards. I, I think agree. it has to be Edge and I think it has to be Edge and Roman. There's only one issue and it's Kevin Owens. Yeah. Cuz Kevin would, Owens won't die. I love Kevin and Roman feuding, but I don't need to see any more of it. Like you can bring it back in a couple months. Yeah, I'm good on it for now. It's just what do you do with Kevin? Pause. But what does he do? What did what does he do in the interim? Honestly, I want another Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn feud. That'd be pretty gnarly. You know, I but want, now would now would be the right time to do it. Now would be the perfect time to do it. Sammy's kind of in limbo because Biggie's on a freaking roll. Um And what's a shame right is if it. if it wasn't Biggie that was the Intercontinental Champion right now, I would say Put the icy title back on Sami Zayn. Have Kevin go after Sammy. Boom. Sammy and Kevin don't need a title to fight. They don't. Yeah, they, just, they, just need, just, they just need a reason. They just need a reason, yeah. Your beard is stupid. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, it'll work. They'll make it work. It'll be fantastic. So Edge has all these different possibilities, but I think the clear-cut winner for Bianca is Sasha Banks. Dude, I was I think, watching that, that promo really the they obvious. did on Friday, and I was just like, wow, Bianca and Sasha are literally the same person. Kind of. They're, 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 they're the exact same character. They were doing the exact same hand motions. They were doing the exact same literally everything. They're the same archetype. They're the same, um, they're the same person. They laugh the same. They look the same. Their characters are the same. They're too similar. See, I disagree. Bianca has a sweetness that Sasha Banks does not have, whereas Sasha Banks has a grit to her that Bianca does not have. Yeah, that's the heel face dynamic right there. Like you know, you know, with both of them, that they can flip flop. But Bianca, I feel like there's more de- defined between her sweetness and her like baby faceness and how she'll be as a heel. Whereas with Sasha. Sweet is not a word I would use to describe Sasha Banks. I need Sasha Even when she's a baby face. I don't think I see her as sweet. I no, need I need she... Sasha to beat the shit out of this chick. That's what I need her just to beat the fuck out of her with like a kendo stick. Like it's go full uber heel because like That's right the only way it's gonna work. Right, yeah, right now they're 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 too similar. They were they were both making fun of Reginald and both making fun of Carmella. It's like they pretty much like they, you could have taken all of Carmella's lines and just interchanged them with with uh. Bianca's would have been the exact same. I mean, have you seen Reginald? I'd make fun of him too. I love him. Yeah, his Don't yeah, talk he's, very shit easy, about he's very easy to make fun of. His Stop fake it. his his fake Stop Kofi it. accent. He's <laughs> a horrible dresser. Like I just I want I want to see him get beat down, which means he's doing his job well. He's he's a bitch. 
Yeah, yeah. He's, Reginald, he's not a bitch. He's a sommelier. He's a Reginald is our introduction to intergender wrestling. He he's going to be remembered. There will be statues enacted in his honor. Yeah. Maybe, maybe for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like James Ellsworth has that title. No. I thought Santina Morella had that title. Just because you dressed up as Santina. Yeah. Uh, I it's don't know. intergender wrestling. That's. I don't know what that is. That's that's Santino being Santino. He was being he was being a he was being a trans trans person way ahead of his time. Is it trans or is it cross dressing? I don't know. That's cross dressing. Yeah, it's cross dressing. Yeah. Okay, you're you are you're our resident expert, I guess. More so than me and Will. So it is cross dressing, right? Like I have I have a friend that does drag, but he knows he's a boy. He just likes to dress up and drag. That's straight cross. That's straight up cross dressing. That's cross dressing. Okay, got it. We've learned something new today about the world outside of wrestling. Yay! Yay. Moving on. We didn't mention Biggie, and Biggie's on a roll. There he is taking out Sammy. Really <laughs> <laughs> he looks so happy. <laughs> you know what it looks like? Um, for those of you guys who cannot see this video just yet, um, he looks like he's about to have a giant fart. <laughs> <laughs> always like he's, like, he's, he always looks like he's like have a giant fart. Like he's like he's ready to just like blast out the upper load. He probably just eaten dairy, Ricky. It happens yeah. sometimes. Sometimes when you're cheesy, you're cheesy. Uh, but what do you do with Biggie? Who's his opponent for Mania at this point? I would love to see him and Bobby because him and Bobby at the Rumble was fantastic. Um, but I think Bobby's going up for Keith. I what do you saw, do with Big E? He's run through everybody. Okay, I saw something Ryan, I think Ryan Satin has been like retweeting about this for scoop, scoop days. Um, Big E and like Christian apparently owe each other a match from like 2014. Oh, Christian, uh, Christian wants one more match. Yeah, and Christian is going to be wrestling on a part-time schedule. So I could see yeah. them s- somehow setting up Christian versus Big E at Mania. I don't. I feel like you need, like, no offense to Christian, I feel like you need somebody bigger. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, person, I don't think you need yeah. that. Yeah. The only person I can see that would help Big E, it would have to be a cross promotional match, and it would be fun to do it anyway. I, like, my dream match for Big E on his first singles mania, Big E versus AJ Styles. Ooh, that'd be a lot of fun. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Have AJ yeah. have AJ lose at Chamber. Have him come over for the hell of it and challenge him and challenge Biggie for the IC title. AJ is going to bring the best out of Biggie, and he's going to help him through that mania all the way. <laughs> What's the story? I'm AJ Styles. I want a title match at Mania here. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's all you need. And then you can even do a spot where like Biggie tosses Omos because they have that set up. Like almost palm the Biggie's head at the Rumble. He did do oh, that. Yeah. That looked like it hurt. <laughs> yeah. So we're just like for for Biggie. I I want Biggie versus Styles. I think that's perfect for him. It's a lot of fun. I like it. Styles would make him a made man, an absolute made man. But over on Raw and made men, um, this guy's actually doing pretty well. So here's what I know. Um, so let's Ricky. Here, here's what I know, what, 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 what Mr. Barboni. Scoop, um, scoop, Ricky. Dude, 
scoop, scoop, Ricky. He's been training at yeah, right. He's been training at the PC. Like this is like this is a real thing. Like he has been training at the PC. All signs point to he's getting a mania match. It's obviously a tag can match because no one's crazy. Can we cyber for a quick second? Yeah. Do you know who who might be joining Bad Bunny at the PC? Shaq. Bow Wow. I did see that no, today and no. got really excited. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Bow Wow, no. once he finishes his music career, has expressed interest in signing with WWE. The Dude, his music career has been finished since story. 2004, yeah. all right? The I biggest, agree. The biggest part of that story is that Bow Wow still has a music career. Yeah, he apparently has an album coming out this year or something. I was not aware of this at all. Neither was I. <laughs> but I saw that those wrestling girls like retweeted something about Bow Wow getting signed, and I was like, what? Like, I thought it was a no. joke. No, I do not want Bow Wow and Bad Bunny. I like Bad Bunny. I I, I, I do, too. you know, um, his merch, like part of a lot of his merch sold out on the shop after his Rumble performance. Apparently and he's like $500,000 worth of merch already. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know or care for Bad Bunny, but I know young people on TikTok do. So there Love you go. Him. That's why. And I'm not, yeah. mad, I, I'm not mad at it. Like, Super, uh, uh, celebrities in wrestling go together since the first WrestleMania, if not before. Like, it's yeah. this, this shouldn't be like a surprise to anybody. This is like, par for the course in my book. Yeah, and and the other thing about it is, Bad Bunny's been a wrestling fan. It like, seems like been... it always happens to the Spanish guy. Exactly. Um, <laughs> you know, Bad Bunny's been a wrestling fan. He's been backstage at multiple WrestleManias. Like, he's a hardcore fan. And somebody who's a fan and a celebrity usually is able to pick up stuff a lot quicker. Same thing happened with Stephen Amell when he did that SummerSlam. Yep. He picked mm -hmm. it up great and he became an indie wrestler. You know, so I, I have faith in Bad Bunny. And he's also in a segment and in segments where he doesn't overshadow what's going on. Besides the fact that he got his own entrance in pyro and graphics. It was so cool. It was like, so fun. They're cool. all in. Yeah, there are there are people who like who like put that as like their Instagram story, but don't that I know for a fact don't even watch wrestling. So Bad Bunny's working, and he's here to stay. So no matter whether you like it or not. When I used to work at T-Mobile, um, that's how I started listening to Bad Bunny because my coworkers listened to Bad Bunny. So they turned me on to Big ba Bad Bunny. So I've been like quietly like following him. So um, I like marked out. When I found out he was performing at the Rumble. Of course you did. It was I think, it's exciting. I think, hey, we're going to give you the nickname the Bad Bunny, K. Murphy. I am the Bad Bunny. <laughs> I, I do like bunnies. It's true. <laughs> I am the Bad Bunny. I am the Bad Bunny. What an affirmation, K. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> it's your spirit animal, the bad bunny. Yeah. Moving on from bad bunny, and he still has a pink microphone. Um, elimination chamber. Perfect. Yeah, that's my favorite color. Why the fuck yeah. is the Miz in this? This is stupid. <laughs> the elimination chamber just got announced out of nowhere because we totally forgot that elimination chamber was happening, and that is going to be the final pay per view on the WWE Network as we know it. Um, Shane McMahon comes back for a hot second with Adam Pierce. He's like, Adam Pierce, you're doing a great job. Oh, you're bringing back Elimination Chamber? Great. And he walked away. It was kind of like 
he was he was coerced by Vince. Like, hey, pal, come on in, back in. We're going to bring back Raw Underground tonight. Just do this segment <laughs> with Adam Pierce. <laughs> hey, pal, change the plans. Just endorse Adam Pierce Elimination Chamber, and you can get the hell out of here. That's what it felt like. But this is Elimination Chamber, so Drew McIntyre is defending against Randall uh, Bar Fight Sheamus, which he at this point I'm looking at this picture of Sheamus and he just looks like a creator wrestler at this point. Oh, isn't isn't it great? It's fantastic. He's AJ Styles the Miz, and somehow who's still able to walk Jeff Hardy so he can jump off of things. Can we stop speaking ill of Jeffrey, please? He should stop being shitty then. Yeah, like seriously. Like he, I mean, he has his good moment. He looked fine last night with AJ, he but did. that's also because it was AJ Styles. Um, but it just <sighs> Jeff's. It, it's gotten to the point where Jeff scares me. Like I, I like Jeff, but he scares me. And this is a shenanigan match in the making. Obviously, Miz is in this match because he has the briefcase. Mm-hmm. He's not winning. But he's in this match because he has the briefcase. He cashes in. Edge is like, all right, I'll face the Miz. <laughs> That's easy enough. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, okay. Easy paycheck. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Change of plans, guys. I'm, I'm taking it easy, this mania. I know yeah. what I want. I figured it out. What? Okay, so I decided I want Edge to challenge Roman. However, Goldberg enters oh the picture. Why does everything end with Goldberg with you? Because they can spear each other to death. The master of the spear would become champion. Alright, moving along. The other matches that have been announced on Elimination Chamber <laughs> thus far is obviously the, the Asuka and Lacey Evans gets a match because Lacey somehow beat Charlotte uh, because Charlotte lost her lost her shit, and beat up one of Ric Flair's women, which I feel like has happened tons of times before. <laughs> that's just, that's just a Thursday life. afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hate, like, I, I, still love, I still love Lacey and Ric Flair. I just take a train. It's all because Lacey Evans is playing this perfectly. Oh, it's phenomenal. <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal. You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of every early mid two thousands like VH one like dating reality show. It's what, like that. What that, dating reality shows were you watching with older men and very young women? Flavor of Love, Rock of Love. Flavor Classics. Flav wasn't old. He was just a crackhead. <laughs> Different. Does was, it age you? Yes, but he wasn't Michael, old. He's like twenty years older than everyone on that on his show. Ah, oh, it's because he's Flavor Flav, and he can pick and choose whoever he wants. No, Brett Michaels from Poison. Ew. Ew. Oh, Rock of Love? Oh, yeah. Oh, my I've God. Every episode of all of those. You would. They're you great. would. They're great. I mean, does Lacey really even have a chance here? I mean, we're going to talk about it next week anyways, because Elimination <laughs> Chamber is next week. But as much as I feel like Lacey might not actually have a shot here, does anybody else feel bad for Asuka? Yes. She's the sideshow. That's been her whole career on the main roster. Yeah. Which is crazy because she's had a really good career. She's had a really good um, Yeah, she's also had a really good run on the main roster. That's a crazy thing, right? Yeah. She's won so many different titles. It's kind of weird to think that she's been an afterthought. But 
It's like I, it's hard to picture something that's been so good yet so bad at the exact same time. Yeah, it, it's it's very fascinating. It's because she's good enough to get the titles and get the accolades, but they don't care enough about her to invest in her. Like they're more invested yeah. in Ric Flair and a blonde. Listen, I mean, Ric Flair is still Ric Flair is still Ric Flair. You cash cow there, baby. Come on now. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Space Mountain's still open. <laughs> For business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, and pleasure. <laughs> With the right pills. For pleasure. Oh, God. Listen, yeah, you, you, you ride Ric Flair until in, 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 until the cows come home. or Until, until he dies, know, he, really. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's why I don't go on rides. Well, because of Ric Flair? Yeah, that's gross. Is it because, do you see, like, Ric Flair creepily in the background like you see <gasps> it right now? <laughs> <laughs> That what you hear? All right. Yeah. I, I wonder how many people woo when they go on Space Mountain just because oh. of Ric Flair. A lot. Probably a lot. Yeah. Pre- people who work at Space Mountain are probably like every fucking time. And they all think they're clever too. That's the funny thing. <laughs> <laughs> like they, all, they all think they're the first one who thought about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen in that match? Also, Matt Riddle's still alive. All right, here's has anybody else noticed it? Because I've noticed this the last couple of weeks. They love having the black superstars beat up on Matt Riddle. <laughs> I noticed that. If it's not Bobby Lashley in the Hurt Business, now it's Keith Lee. I mean, I support it. <laughs> he has but just like... been the whipping boy, no pun intended, um, for, for, for these people. And somehow he's weaseled his way into his United States championship scene, which apparently also includes Keith Lee. They're headed for a triple threat at Elimination Chamber. Riddle, Lashley, Keith Lee. And as much as it's going to be great for Riddle, I think your story is Lashley and Keith Lee. Yeah, 100%. Oh, for sure. Especially if it leads into a Mania match. Because it should. Because I saw Bobby Lashley lift up Keith Lee. (laughs) That happened. Yeah, that was yeah. very scary. <laughs> it was very, very scary. I really want Keith Lee to win the title at Mania. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, Matt Riddle's yeah. winning money in the bank, so it happened in a dream, so it has to happen. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. He's going to be the bro in the bank. That's what's going to go to bro in the bank. That's what's going to happen. I, I, I like it. I, I, I like Keith Lee. I like Keith Lee and Bobby Lashley together. Because Lashley is out to kill people. Um, and at this point, Lashley has to drop his title and go to the main event. And that's his next step. Mm-hmm. He's done everything else, and he finally looks like a... He looks like the Lashley that we wanted when he returned in New Orleans. Him yeah. versus Drew would be fun. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah, he doesn't have to say anything. MVP's the mouthpiece. And he can make... Lashley could make Drew look weak. I want to see Bobby against Brock. We all want Bobby against Brock. We wanted that when he came back. Bobby Lashley wanted that when he came back, and they never gave it to him. Look, I would love to see Bobby drop for Mania and then have that be a Mania match. Oof. Ugh. I mean, it's great. Bobby Brock, they don't, they both don't have to speak and just be Paul Heyman and MVP talking shit every week. 
Oh my god, that's so good. Yeah, I, I honestly, I'd do it. Paul Heyman does double duty for Mania, <laughs> like he's done yeah. before. <laughs> it's a lot of walking for Paul. I don't then know Tommy Dreamer comes out and shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's right. Because that was an actual thing that was that almost was going to legit happen. Tommy Dreamer thought about show. doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mental health matters, folks. <gasps> So health really, really matters. And on that note, let's go to match of the week, King of the Night, starting with you, HBIC, DK Murphy. What is your match of the week? Um, my sorry, I got distracted by a picture of my god puppy. Um, my match of the week is Cesaro and D Bry. I'm I'm like really high. <laughs> Okay, all right. Well, as you as you gather your thoughts, well, what is your match of the week? <laughs> uh, match of the week is the main event on AEW that six man tag with um, the Good Brothers and the rest of them. The people from Impact and the people from AEW. Yeah, and the yeah. People you, from you, you, stuff. you know which ones? Those ones. Yeah, yeah. Those. those, those. those I, I heard. Buddies. I heard that was a really good tag match on a company that does a lot of tag matches. Far for the course. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Have you collected yourself? Yeah. My match of the week is Daniel Bryan and Cesaro from SmackDown. My match of the week is also Daniel Bryan versus Cesaro from SmackDown. Watch him swing. Um, <laughs> one, it was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. It's like it's a wrestler's match. It's a wrestling fan's match. Fucking wrestling match. And it's also like your favorite wrestler's favorite match of the week. Yeah. As well. These guys can go. And. I don't remember the last time I've ever seen Daniel Bryan tap out to anything. Yeah, top faces don't tap. Yeah. Ever. Isn't Cesaro like one of like two or three people that's ever done it? I think so. Um, and I think Daniel Bryan's trying his damnness to get Cesaro over. Probably. That's what it seems like to me. Like on his way out, he's getting Cesaro over by any means necessary. Which is perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. All right, let's move on. As we wrap things up, King of the Knights, Will Tarashock. Oh, Tom Who's Brady. Tom fucking Brady. Obviously. Duh. Guy won seven Super Bowls. I don't, do I need to say anything else? The guy won a Super Bowl in the AFC and the NFC without Bill Belichick. Yeah, the refs definitely helped him, don't get me wrong. But it wasn't <laughs> even close. As long as you acknowledge it. They don't, they're not even close, dude. Their defense was just too goddamn good. Pat Mahomes couldn't even get, couldn't even get his dick out of his hands. Forget about it. Tom Brady all the way. King of the night, king of my heart. Uh, Jordan's still better. Okay, Murphy, go. Um, my queen of the night is Sasha Banks. That's a good picture, hey? You're welcome. Thank you, WWE Digital. <laughs> What's your reasons, Kay? I know you're high right now, but what are your reasons? Um, the outfit number one and her promo with Bianca was the other thing that actually engaged me in wrestling this week besides Roman screaming was Sasha and Bianca going at it. And that's the thing I care about most in wrestling right now. Really? Mm-hmm. Whatever. I mean, so we got a football player. We actually have a wrestler. We have somebody who wants to be a wrestler because my king of the night is Bad Freaking Bunny. I don't know why, but after this week in wrestling, Bad Bunny is growing on me. And I, I think he's going to have a good match at Mania because Bad Bunny's having a match at Mania, whether we like it or not. And I'll be impressed if Bad Bunny pulls out a dropkick. And I'm I, I'm telling you right now, it's Bad Bunny and the Miz. 
I can't wait. It's definitely going to be Bad Bunny, The Miz, and Morrison, and Damien Priest. Oh, yeah, and Damien Priest. I was going to say Angel Garden. It could be a six-man tag. They could AEW it and just bring all the buddies in this to to hide that. Adam Rose's bunny. Adam (laughs) 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 Rose. Battle of the Bunnies. And they bring back all the buddies in wrestling history. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. So congratulations to Bad Bunny. Anything else we missed? I don't think Nothing, so. right? Oh, okay. right, all right. Quick, quick hour show. Good job, us. We did it. Yeah, very, very, very. I mean, we, we, we've got a vengeance. I mean, and AEW's opening Forbidden Doors, and until Edge and or Bianca choose, kind of out of stalemate here. Yeah. It's not, not a crazy amount to talk about, in all honesty. Yeah. Yeah, until... Until the mania car gets set, it's you know we're kind of just we're we're waiting we're 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 hoping for things to kind of pan out. We're treading water, motherfucker. Which is crazy because like in the in in we're in mania season and it should be like all systems go, but we're kind of it's we're, it's very touch and feel and wait and see. Yeah, we gotta get past the nation chamber to pay per view. Literally the most useless pay per view in the history of pay per views. Really? I thought Fastlane was that. I, I think mean, Fastlane is worse. I mean, I think it was what, Road road Stop, Road Pit Stop, Road... Roadblock. Oh, Roadblock. Road, road, road View, Longview, whatever. It, it was Roadblock. Longview's a Green Day song. Goddamn right it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we're going to have to do that one day, like, worst pay-per-views and, like, most useless pay-per-views in history. That's going to be something. But until then, folks, Will, can you cue that music for me, sir? I could, but don't tell me what to do. All right, bye. Oh, ladies and gentlemen this has been kings of the rings podcast episode number 234 the forbidden door we blasted that door wide open this week as we get ready for nxc takeover vengeance uh new japan invading aew and WrestleMania choices uh, somewhere down the road. I've been your host, King Ricky Rose. Find me out in Bash of the Bigs across all social media outlets. Kings of the Rings podcast at KOTR underscore podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Like, share, subscribe. Leave us five-star reviews, especially if you're listening to us on WrestleAddict Radio, which is the only place where you can find us uh, wherever you listen to all of your podcasts. And follow WrestleAddict Radio on their social media at Addict underscore Wrestle on Twitter and WrestleAddict Radio on Facebook and Instagram and well, since you're finally out of jail from streaking, put on some clothes. Yo, they they say hospital food tastes bad, but let me tell you, prison food is fucking delicious. I <laughs> couldn't believe how well they fed you in Tampa Bay prison system. It was it organic. Unbel- no, hell no, God oh, no. It's no, straight up straight vegan all the way. Um <laughs> It was like they, like they have like Beyond Shrimp now, and let me tell you, it tastes nothing. <laughs> it tastes nothing like shrimp. But I am Will Tarashek, T's and Thomas, A R A S H U K. You can find me across everywhere using that name. Um, and yeah, wrestling is—it's coming. A lot of exciting things are happening over these next few weeks, including um, going live. And you know, did I just oh, yeah. throw the cat out of the bag? I don't know if I just did that or not, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're 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 working on some stuff. Yeah, we're working on some stuff. Uh, you Mad Bro is being rebranded to a whole new show. Same idea, just different name. So that's exciting. Um, is it called Are You Mad Bro? No, we're calling it we're calling it <laughs> we're calling it something else. But um, okay. new logos and things are coming. So we're gonna be going live using VMix. So that's pretty exciting. But um, until next time, until the day we die. Hey Murphy. Hello. Um, 
yeah. I have nothing to plug. Once again, I'm going Yourself. away, so... Yeah, I guess I could do that. I thought you, you are on vacation. I am on vacation, so I will not be here next week. I will be in the great state of Georgia. Because it's Galentine's Day, Ricky's Ew. favorite holiday. Gross. Oh my god, Galentine's Day. Oh, next week, next week is also, uh, it's also the birthday episode. Next week's my birthday, so. It is the birthday yes, episode. I am we missing should, your birthday. Yeah, we'll so, figure it out. I'm sorry I'm missing your birthday. That's right. I'll still but, do the show. I'm not doing anything on my birthday, actually. I'm working, so what do you know? Yeah, Yay, the show ahead. must go on. Even as to me, we will, we will definitely, definitely figure something out for next week as we review Takeover Vengeance preview Elimination Chamber and figure out who the hell um, that AEW is going to partner with next because AEW just needs more buddies. So until <laughs> then, folks, CZW. this has been Kings of the... Yeah, oh my God, can you imagine? Until then, folks, this has been Kings of the Rings podcast, episode 234, The Forbidden Door. It's time to shut the door on this episode. So goodbye, good night. Turn the lights out when you leave. Slack. Because fuck you, Slack. See you soon, folks.